Hey, Hope family. We return to our look at the fruit of the Spirit and specifically joy this morning. We'll be reading from Hebrews chapter 12 and James chapter 1 today. On Monday, we saw that the source of our joy comes from God. That as Dallas Willard put it, God is the most joyous being in the entire universe. Apart from God, we can have fleeting moments of pleasure, but we will lack an ever-present sense of joy. We also saw that our joy comes from community. God exists in eternal community, and it's in that community that joy springs forth into creation. We, too, experience joy in community. Within community, our bad times are better because we're together. This is the power of joy to persist through dark times. We'll continue on that thread of joy and community as we look at Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Which say, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Chapter 12 begins with the word, therefore, and the first rule of Bible reading is when you see the word, therefore, you have to ask what it's there for. So, the preceding chapter discussed many heroes of the faith, Abel, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, Rahab, Gideon, and the list goes on and on. Because we have all of these heroes of the faith, such a great cloud of witnesses, we are to lay aside all of the weights of life and run our race. If those witnesses are not enough, we are told to look to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross. We have a race to run. This imagery is used throughout scripture. The end goal of our race is to be faithful to God and his call on our lives. As we saw last week, our race is to love, to love our brothers and sisters in Christ, but to love our enemies as well. I don't know how many runners we have listening, but running a race and running isn't fun. The fun is not in the running. Running is arduous, it's monotonous, but for those who enjoy running, there is a joy that is set before them. That joy looks different person to person. Perhaps your goal is a healthier body, and so you run for the joy set before you, which is better health. Perhaps it's reaching personal achievements in distance or time, and so you run for the joy of setting a new benchmark. There is a joy to be reached, and running the race is the way to get there. We have a joy that is to be reached, a joy that is set before us. We are told that through Christ, God is reconciling all things to himself, that God is renewing all of creation. There's this cosmic community that God is making, and we get to be a part of that. We get hints of it throughout Scripture and are told that our present sufferings are not worthy to be compared to our future glory. Then in Revelation 21 and 22, we get this beautiful picture of this renewed and reconciled earth. There will be no more crying, no death, no striving or contentions. There will only be the presence of God and the presence of those who love God the presence of community, the presence of joy. This is the joy set before us. Why was Christ able to endure the cross, an instrument of suffering and pain? Not because he was tougher than any of us, though maybe he was, but because of the joy set before him. 
He had a better grasp on the joy that can come through and often must come through suffering. He was unencumbered by the weights of this life. The author of Hebrews implores us to lay aside every weight and sin that easily entangles us. The weight of life or the weights of life are the things that rob us of our joy. When we are concerned with the stories that other people tell themselves and tell others about us. When we are concerned first and foremost with our safety. When we are worried about the future and the outcomes of our nation's elections. When we are worried about who is against us. These worries and fears They rob us and blind us to the joy that is set before us. These are the weights that we are told to set aside. James, the brother of Jesus, writes in James, starting in James 1 to 2, to count it all joy when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Earthly pains, trials, and sufferings produce in us the things that we are lacking. They are tools that bring us to the joy that is set before us. Count it all joy. We need to paint better pictures for ourselves. What are we in this for? Why are we running this race? Running can become monotonous and arduous when you lose sight of the ultimate goal. If salvation for you has become about avoiding punishment, that fear tactic will only last so long. But if you can paint a picture of the joy that is before you, you'll be able to endure anything. Jesus was able to endure the cross. We too will be able to endure pain and shame. Remind yourself what God has saved you from, but remind yourself what God has saved you for as well. There's beautiful work being done, and God has invited you to run a race that will help us to get to the end of this work. The running isn't necessarily the fun part, but we can do it with joy because of where we are going.